another edition of Riding Home. Dean Leggy, Matt. Uh, oh, gosh, uh, Dylan, I almost called you Matt DeBerry. Oh, you kidding? You kidding me? You kidding me with it? You're better than that. All right, so Georgia is not that far away here from kickoff. I know we talk about that a lot, and you know another practice uh, for the dogs. You watched the defensive lineman today. Uh, give me your give me your t- uh, quick takeaways. Um, well, Jordan Davis is just a huge human being. I mean, when he, when he stands up, first of all, he's got good posture, especially in pads. Um, you know, he stands straight up, but I mean, he, he is all of that six, six, what, whatever he's at, three thirty, three twenty. Yeah, I don't that's know, a lot. But, yeah. I mean, he's big. And there, I watched mostly the defensive tackles today. Um, and you know, Julian Rochester was in there. He's kind of a little bit of a hybrid guy. Um, they were working on double teams, and I mean, Jordan Davis just gobbles them up. I mean, it's, it doesn't even look like it's an issue for him. How, how much do you think him, I mean, Texas really had the ability to run. How much does that game change if Jordan Davis plays in it? Well, I mean, it, it forces them to go outside more. That's the thing. That's, that's what Jordan Davis does. And then you got to mm-hmm. let guys like Monty Rice. Well, he didn't, uh, he they, didn't play. He didn't play. He, he, he didn't play, play against either, Texas. <laughs> But, I mean, you get the point. you got to let the middle linebackers and outside linebackers make the plays at that point. And, and that was a, a, the big thing, you know, in 2017, I think it was, John Atkins kind of had played that role. And yeah, big John. He would force, he, yeah, he would force guys to run outside, and then, you know, you, then you got to deal with Roquan Smith. Well, I mean, okay. sports is all about matchups, you know, and you want to uh, you want to get the most favorable matchup for you. And if you can get guys running side to side rather than, um, you know, right at you, then obviously with your cleanup guys like Roquan or in this case maybe perhaps this year Nicobe Dean or Monty Rice or Tay Crowder, I mean, that's why you have a big guy in the middle. That's the one thing Kirby has sort of quietly complained about has been um, they don't have an elite, elite defensive lineman. They... They might that that could be changing. I mean, I don't know about elite elite, but you've got in the future now. Maybe not this year, but you've got Jordan Davis at least for you know say thirty more games, and then you've got uh, Trayvon Walker, who guys seem to be talking about quite a bit as well. Kirby praised him a lot on Saturday. Um, you know, especially his versatility because he's a guy who you know he's listed. I think he was listed coming out of high school as a defensive tackle, but. I think Kirby said they've been using him more a little on the outside. Uh, and, you know, that's probably where he'll be best suited this year just to get playing time. Well, he, yeah, you know, in, it, high school, it, in high school, Trayvon played middle linebacker. Oh, middle linebacker. Yeah, so he, right. and, t- and tight end, too. So he's a guy to watch. I mean, I don't know if he's a guy that – the thing about George is with this season, Dylan, they're going to start slow. And then, you know, eventually they'll play Notre Dame in the fourth game of the year. But where they need to be good is middle October on. I mean, the schedule gets become becomes much more complicated with the Aggies coming to town. You got to go to Auburn. You got to deal with the Gators. Um, it's it, that that's gonna be challenging in a way that the beginning of the season might not be. Yeah, and I mean, the beginning of the season will be slow for sure. But you still want to see certain things, and I think one of the biggest things you want to see is that they're stopping the run. Yeah, you yeah. Because I think. That was one thing, you know, when they went to Missouri last year. It, yep. You know, we expect Georgia to be a little slow as the season starts. It's just kind of how it is. But, I mean, when Missouri was 
run it run it down their throats. That was kind of like a whoa, what? Okay, this isn't just a slow start. This is a a bad start, really. Well, I'm trying to remember it. I have to. I would have to look it up and fire up the dog post computer to to really look at how often in 2017 that they had that they had given up more than 125 yards. It wasn't much, and it was against Alabama uh, and Auburn the first game for sure. They may have given up a hundred something to South Carolina, but like generally, who's that now? Oklahoma. Well, yeah, Oklahoma for sure. Yeah, I, I was just thinking during the regular season. I guess I should oh, yeah. broaden broaden my horizons, but um, they really uh, they just if you can stop the run, this is that's what this league is, and that's 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 what it is. Very simple. If you can stop the run, you're in good shape. If you can't, you're in for a long day. Dylan, it's one of the most important parts of football and even sports. If you can stop the other team from scoring, and in this case in football, stop the run, you really have a very good chance to win. And like you said, the Mizzou game last year was one thing. I don't know, though. I mean, Notre Dame, I mean, I'm assuming Notre Dame's going to try to run on Georgia. I mean, I don't know why everybody wouldn't try to run. But well, I think you kind of have to. I don't think you can win without it. Yeah, but really. I mean, you know, Vanderbilt has a pretty good running back. And we're, we're going to see, you know, I don't know that, that – I don't know that he's going to have a great night, but we're going to see, like, if they hold Vanderbilt to under 80 yards rushing the entire night, that will tell you they're on their way. But it gets back to guys like Jordan um, Jordan Davis. And the fr- this front seven's not that bad, man. I mean, they've got some good players. They just – I don't know that they have one absolute killer. No, and they don't have – I guess outside linebackers, they don't really – they have a lot of talent, and I don't think anyone's out that, but one thing they do lack there is kind of experience. Um, you know, Nolan Smith is a freshman. Jermaine Johnson hasn't played a snap at Georgia. Um, yeah. Aziz Ojolari is a redshirt freshman. Adam Anderson, uh, you know, not many games under their belt. Walter Grant has probably got the most experience and might be, like, the third-best outside linebacker. When you when you watch the defensive line, really for anyone um, – those are some of the most important players in general. What did Cade Mays, though, say tonight? I mean, he's been dealing with those guys. He say uh, Sometimes they say guys stick out, but even, even more than that, I mean, did he give you know, shed any light into who the top five guys in the offensive line are? Um, no, I, I don't think so. Uh, along the offensive line, you said? Yes, on the offensive line. Um, no. I, I mean, he just talked about kind of how well they're gelling together. Um. You know him and him along with everyone else, as well as Ben Cleveland with everyone else. I mean, just because you know they have those four spots solidified, and then they got those two rotating in. And he said that they're gelling well together. I mean, especially him and Isaiah Wilson. You know the friendship there, and yeah. and he did say that that did kind of make it easier because you know you're you're playing for your best friend right there, um, and you just kind of understand him a little better than most. And, and he did kind of speak to that a little bit, but otherwise. No, I mean, on the, along the defensive line, he spoke a little more. He, he spoke highly of Trayvon Walker, actually, just, you know, coming in um, oh. this fall. Wasn't there in the spring, but. I mean, I just, uh, look, you know, when you watch guys play, um, all you can do is, is go on what you see. And when I saw Trayvon play twice last year, now one time was better than the second. The first time was better for sure. But um, but still, the way he can move, et cetera, um, 
he is definitely going to be a guy that there that 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 people in the SEC are going to have to deal with. I don't I don't know that there's going to be a lot of answers for someone that moves like he does. Um, this is a guy who probably would have been a low level Division one basketball football uh, basketball player, um, and he's playing on the defensive line in the SEC. I mean that, that he even for as good as the defensive linemen are in this league, that's really saying something for Trayvon Walker. I mean Trayvon Walker's good now. Y'all, I mean, I'm not the only person saying it, I don't think. But you certainly didn't. I mean, I have been sold on him for for some time. And then, uh, you know, I want to see Zamir play too. But I'm writing this piece right now, and I'm trying to wrap up the piece. But I I do want to get your couple quick minutes on this one. Do you think that Jake Fromm can, and this is an overused term in our industry, do you think that he can will Georgia to the national championship? Like, will them to win? Uh, will them to win a game? I think he could. To win a national championship? I just know. I, I don't. Just because of the style of play that he plays. You know, it, it requires a lot of, um, you know, uh, the RPOs. I mean, that's a very kind of teamwork-oriented thing, you know, Trevor Lawrence has that kind of talent to, I think, will your way to a national championship. Is, just because of how many different throws he can make. But is, Jake Fromm, go ahead. Well, is, is talent, I think when people say will their way to win, they, that normally is a knock on someone's talent. But that, that's maybe another discussion for another time. Well, I don't know how much willpower Trevor Lawrence had to have last year. I'm not aware of a time that Clemson was trailing in the second half of the game. I mean, I, when so I say that might will, be a different I, conversation. I mean, when I say will your way to a, a victory, I, I mean like it is just the team is on their shoulders and they are doing almost all of the work. So Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's fair. Kyler Murray. Well, what about what about the kid? Well, what about the quarterback from Texas last year? Does he? How much credit does he get for the Super Bowl oh. win? I mean, a little bit, just because of the way he runs the ball. I mean, I would say that at times is willing your way to victory because he just takes it, lowers his shoulder, and runs through people as a quarterback. I mean, I would say that is, you know, willing your way to victory at times at least. Uh, I just, I, you know, I wonder. I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, the question is maybe will your way to a, the national title is not the best way to put it. Maybe the better question is, how much can one? How much difference can one person make in terms of winning it all and not winning it all? And I would argue, one person can make a monumental difference. Now, the oh, qu- well, especially the question is: Is that person Jake Fromm? I mean, especially at quarterback. If you look at it, if you have Jake Fromm in the equation, Georgia is a national title contender. Right. If you replace him with Stetson Bennett. You know, I, I think they could do all right with Stetson Bennett. I think they could actually do pretty well. They, would, they, should, they probably should still win the East, and if they wouldn't win the East, they'd probably be the number two team. Yeah, oh, completely. I would say they would win at least ten games, I think. I would say they would win ten games with Stetson Bennett. But I, I wouldn't say they're national title contenders. You know, so I think, especially at quarterback, but that again, one that, player that, can pick a huge difference. But that gets back again to talent, right, With those in those two situations. I mean, because... Jake Fromm is more gifted than Stetson Bennett, and um, you know mm-hmm. Jake. Jake will play in the NFL. I don't think that Stetson will, um, but and and I can assure you they both grew up huge Georgia fans. But can Jake Fromm 
um, will Georgia to a national championship? That's the question that I'm going to try to answer here soon. Well, Dylan, thanks for – go ahead. You got one, one last thing here? No, I was just like, but does he need to? Well, that's another – so, so, again, I, I'm saying maybe these are the wrong questions. Maybe I'm asking the wrong question. Um, if everyone else is doing what they're supposed to do, that's when Georgia is the most trouble for everyone. But, I mean, when you've got a run game that's solid, a defense that's solid, special teams, there's a lot of things that Georgia is going to be the best group on the field in the vast majority of the situations they're in. But even still, when you're down a touchdown in the Rose Bowl, can you go get the touchdown? And Jake Prom proved that he could do that. He left the field with a lead against Alabama Uh I'm not saying he did all he could do in that game, but he left the field with a lead. So there's a lot that he has done right. He is he is one play away from being immortalized at Georgia. And I know a lot of this offseason, and I've just watched him during practice. A lot of Jake, he didn't put his helmet on the top of his head the same way that he does right now last year. He He's watching and instructing, so to speak, I guess. he he's He's definitely watching a lot. And, you you know, dealing with him a little bit, you know he's telling guys, hey, look, this was right, this was wrong. And that's my question is, can someone will a team to victory? I don't know, but can one person make a big difference? I think they can. I've got, uh, I've got an extremely important phone call that just popped in, Dylan. I have to let you go. Uh, but thank no you for worries. Thank you for joining me on another edition of Riding Home. Dean Leggy, Dylan Weber. Go visit dogpost.com right now, and thanks for listening.